You. Listening. Yeah, you. Isn't it weird when people do that? Do you remember when you were a kid and people would record their answering machine as though they picked up the phone and you would talk to yourself? That's shit. That's dumb. If you did that, you're dumb. I don't even want you listening to this. If you did that shit, you're the... You, Alright, I believe in becoming a better person. So I'll change my... I'll change that. I'll say this. If you're still doing that, if I call you and your answering machine is some shit where you pretend to pick up the phone and you make me talk to myself and you're... You know how you can record your voice and you're, you're like, hello? And then I start talking to you because I think you really picked up the phone? That's that shit that I don't like. I don't like that shit. So don't do it. Welcome to this episode. My name's Brendan. In this short episode, Dr. Michael Poland, who is the scientist in charge of the Yellowstone Volcano Observatory, answers a question. The question is a very important question, and it's a question that I see all over in science media. And the question is, is Yellowstone due for an eruption? And why do people say that? Why do people get the belief that Yellowstone is due for an eruption? Dr. Michael Poland, someone who understands Yellowstone better than almost anyone on this planet, answers that question for us, and I hope that you enjoy the episode. A lot of times, I'll hear someone say, isn't, isn't Yellowstone due for an eruption? Isn't Yellowstone, you know, supposed to blow up any day now? And I believe the reason that this is so popular is because of the sort of cyclical pattern that we've noticed. Now again, correlation, we shouldn't say correlation is causation, but can you speak to the sort of like cyclical pattern we're noticing in, in mega eruptions and whether or not you think it's meaningful? Sure. I mean, the, the whole it's due or it's overdue thing, we do hear that a lot. And and I think it's it's rather amusing because in many ways, I think that's driven by, in some cases, science documentaries. Um, it's hard to watch a, a documentary about a volcanic eruption or an earthquake or something like that and not hear some threatening it's overdue sort of theme. And there's, yes. there's two problems with that at Yellowstone in terms of volcanic eruptions. So first is the whole idea that there's some schedule that it's going to follow. Yellowstone will erupt again when there is enough magma in the subsurface to actually enough eruptible magma to actually form an eruption. Uh, there's, there's a lot of magma in the subsurface, but most of it is solid. Most of it's very crystal rich and not very mobile. So you'd have to remobilize something. You'd have to concentrate a lot of uh, the liquid in one place. And, and, and uh, that's not something that's easy. The other thing you need is pressure to get that magma to the surface. Neither of those conditions seem to be in place right now. The next problem is this idea of periodicity uh, in general. E even if you decide, okay, no, volcanoes do erupt on schedule. Yellowstone's still not overdue. Right. If you go so, back to the, the last three big eruptions, they were 2.1 million years ago, 1.3 million years ago, and then 631,000 years ago. And that's an average, and this is an average based on basically two data points, so it's not great. The average is something like 700, 740,000 years. 
So, so we'd still be 100,000 years Right, off. we're still 100,000 years off, and we'll probably kill ourselves by the time that comes yeah. around, you know? And, and even if you go back further, then, you know, if you say, oh, we need more data points, you know, what was the previous eruption that the Yellowstone, before the 2.1 million years ago? It's over 4 million years ago. So the average even increases more. Yeah, I think a lot of these science documentaries, unfortunately, they have to, in a way, they if they want to actually, you know, make revenue and, and bring eyes to the screen they sort of have to make these like eerie predictions like we're due you know we're due for for a mega eruption here in the united states i see this a lot with black holes any documentary on black holes there's like this idea that a black hole will just suck you in and and pull you apart if you go anywhere near it But but the truth is that you know a black hole you could you could turn the sun into a black hole right now if you had that power and the earth would be perfectly fine yeah, the Earth wouldn't change. We would still go around in orbit. Now, of course, it would get really cold, right? In in eight minutes, once all the photons are dried up and they stop hitting us, uh, it would get incredibly cold incredibly quickly. And so we would see changes like that. But in terms of actually getting sucked into the black hole, that's not going to happen. And but they almost have. It's the same way in politics, in the yeah. way that they have to like hedge their bets on some nonsensical uh, claims. Because the, the nonsensical claims are what bring the eyes and what bring the revenue. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's unfortunate. I think in, in some ways it really underestimates the interest of people that, that want to take in, in earth processes or, or, or um, things in astronomy. You don't have to sell it by saying there's doom and gloom. Yellowstone, black holes, they're spectacular enough. You know, they sell themselves. You don't have to throw in the, and we're overdue, or, and, you know, black holes are going to be the end of us. It's a, it's an amazing natural process that you don't have to, to juice up. It's, it's spectacular all on its own. Do you think part of that is just, it's easier for people that way? It's easier to say that we are due, we're overdue for an eruption than to tend to walk someone through the data and, and talk to them about how the data maybe isn't, uh, perfectly accurate and how the data probably isn't representative of us being overdue. Do you think it just comes down to, to making, to the fact that it's, it's easier to say these sort of buzzwords and, and these claims than it is to actually walk people through facts? Yeah, I, I think probably it's easier or you could say maybe it's, it's lazy. Yes, um, certainly I, lazy. I, I think we see this sort of thing with, with the tabloids constantly. At least I see it with Yellowstone. Uh, it doesn't matter what information comes out about Yellowstone tabloids love to spin it into. And here, and it means that, you know, scientists fear eruption is imminent, which is of course not the point at all of the research that was done or the story that was released or whatnot. But I think aiming for the sort of quick view, the, the mouse click and, and so forth is, is in some cases what we're reduced to aiming for that, that, you know, oh, I've got to tune in to, to this program or that program because they say Yellowstone is going to erupt or black holes are going to consume our, our solar system. It's, yeah. It, it and, cheapens it in some ways. And I need to know who they are. I see this yeah, all the right. time. Who, who are the scientists? You know, I see this like on, on the front of People magazine or something. Scientists say that Mars could turn into a black hole. Huh? Who? <laughs> who are the scientists? Where are they? I have never heard that. <laughs>